Mashiach now. So I want to include with the Shabbat Hagadol selection podcast episode the teaching from Rabbi Trugman Shlita on the 10th of Nisan Shabbat Hagadol originally uh, when we were in Mitzrayim. Uh, just a few years ago, we actually experienced a Shabbat Hagadol that did happen on the 10th of Nisan. So that was a really cool year. But this year, it's not the 10th of Nisan as we go into Shabbat Hagadol, but it's close. So here's what the insight says from Rabbi. It says, it is interesting to note that in the Hebrew calendar, the 10th of Nisan is exactly 180 degrees opposite the 10th day of the month of Tishri. So basically, if you take the 12 months of the Hebrew calendar, I know we're in a leap year now, so we had 13, but really that 13th is counted as 12 twice, if that's not confusing. But yeah, seriously, it's like we had the 12th month for like, two months in a row. So we were just stuck in 12, but it was really the 13th month. But anyway, with that being said, you can split the calendar in half. So start with Nisan on one side, go down all the way to the month of Elul. And then on the other side, start with Tishrei, go all the way down to the month of Adar. And look at the cross-reference like Nisan, Tishrei, um, Er, Cheshbon, you know, so on and so forth. Well, those are like six months periods, right? Just the same way that Yochanan was by tradition born about six months before Mashiach Yeshua. So thinking about the significance of that is really cool. But yeah, so as we're in Nisan, we can also think of ourselves in Tishrei and remember all of the aspects of the month of Elul being connected to the four parashot that we just went through, the four special Shabbats. And everything that was connected to the gift baskets and all the four mitzvot of uh, Purim, you know, this we should be as if we're in a lul, getting ready for Geula, getting out of exile, making all the teshuva and the repair and rectifications that need to be made to set us up on the right path for the new year. This is not the new year in years, you know, in which we count from Tishri, but in Nisan we count the new year of the months. So literally the first month, you know, of the new year is Nisan. And originally before we had the month Nisan, the month of Aviv and all that, this used to be called the first month of our redemption. And then when we got into ER, it would have been called the second month of our redemption. So everything was about Geula from this point. Like we were all about Geula. And it still is. It's just remembering that, you know, we chose to exile ourselves. So we need to remember to repent. So even as we say Nisan, we're like, oh, that one time we had to go to Babylon and Persia media and then Greece and then Rome and then the fifth exile of uh, Yishmael, which is crazy because there is a fifth exile. But that's a different topic for another time. Anyway, it's supposed to be really short, though, so don't don't panic. Really short one. Um, Bezar Deshem. Anyway, so it says with these two dates in common, what they have in common is the concept Mesirut Hanefesh, Mesirut Hanefesh, which is the self-sacrifice, which is like sacrificing your flesh, like dying to yourself, killing your flesh. 
you know, and your nephish is like your lowest base drives, like not necessarily your animal soul, but it has those qualities of uh, I'm hungry, I, I need pleasure, you know, I'm thirsty, you know, I'm tired, you know, I want, I have ambitions that I want to chase, you know, and all these things. So it's connected to like the lower aspects of who we are which is why it's so likened to, you know, sacrificing ourselves. The crazy part about this is it says this means to give your whole being. If you offer up and sacrifice your nephish, it's like that's considered like you. It's like the life is in the blood concept. You know, you pour your out your your lifeblood, so to speak, when you have mesarut hanefish. And this literally has happened to those who have um, been martyrs, you know, like they literally love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your resources, you know. So with all your soul, even if it's like you could get killed for it, that's how devoted we should be to Hashem. And we're not suffering on a level of our blood being spilled. But, you know, can we sacrifice ourselves from social media? You know, can we can we not have that rule and lord over us in our life to where every single moment we need to be on our phone and scrolling through aimlessly watching silly videos for hours? You know, these kinds of things. Can we can we absorb ourselves in prayer, acts of kindness, Torah study, being with our family, being with our friends, making a difference in our community? You know, things like that. But anyway, Mesarut Nefesh, this is. 10th of Nisan, 10th of Tishri stuff, which is ultimately the, the mirror and the parallel of Shabbat Hagadol versus Yom Kippur, which Yom Kippur itself is a Shabbat. And going on, it's actually the Shabbat Shabbaton is what Yom Kippur is called, the Shabbat of all Shabbats. Like, you know, there's the concept of King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Well, there is a Sabbath of all Sabbaths. And that is Yom Kippur. So anyway, he goes on to say, taking a sheep on the 10th of Nisan was an act of Mesut Nefesh, when we we're in Mitzrayim, by the way, as sheep were considered one of the gods of Mitzrayim. When the Egyptians demanded to know why they were taking sheep into their houses, the Israelites answered, which the word again in Hebrew for answer is Teshuvah. It is their answer. They answered honestly, and it says, in four days, we are going to slaughter these sheep and then leave Mitzrayim. By the way, they didn't only just slaughter it. They did it publicly, and they put the blood on the doorpost, and then they roasted it. So the whole land smelled like sheep, like straight up lamb, like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Because, next statement, God purposely put them in a position of rebelliousness or rebellious vulnerability for after years of oppression and slavery, it would take nothing less than a total paradigm shift to ready the people for freedom. Again, for us to get out of this current exile, we need a paradigm shift. We need to be like Neo taking the red pill. Like, let's do this. Spit the blue pills out. It says, in such a situation, nothing less than Mesarut Nefesh could facilitate such a drastic shift of status and consciousness. 
You know, we can't worry about our status and our consciousness. We got to, like, go all in with Hashem. Like, yeah, I might be seen as an outsider, crazy person, you know, uh, who, uh, miracles now, really? Can we really have the clouds of glory show up? Can Hashem really, you know? Uh, yes, he can. If he's putting breath in your body every moment, obviously he can do these things. And again, remember Mashiach was always like, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Like, we can't we can't be in that boat. We got to start stepping out of the boat. We're paying attention to the waves. We're paying attention to the wind. Okay, yeah, thunderstorms. I know, crazy, crazy. But where are we focused on? We're not worried about all that. It can storm, it can splash water all at once. But guess what? If Hashem doesn't want us to get wet, if he doesn't want us to sink, and if he wants us to walk on the path, we're going to be able to do it. So we need to own it. Own it. We took a lamb, which was the God of Mitzrayim, and we walked it around and then we tied it to our bedpost and was like, yep, we're about to kill that thing. Or no, we're not about to kill it like aimlessly. We're going to slaughter it as an offering, <laughs> which is a, a whole nother level. It's not like we just killed an animal. We didn't just go hunting. It's like this is a whole act of level. This is an act of devotion and dedication allegiance to hashem we do not serve egypt we serve hashem we do not serve pharaoh pharaoh is not our god hashem is like that was the significance and we're doing this in the face of people who said you know what you're gonna make bricks until i get tired and it's like dude you're not even doing anything i know but me sitting here watch you and i will beat you if you don't get it done you need to wake up before the sun comes up and get out in the field and make bricks. You know, like these are the people that we were talking to, like our former slave owners. Think about this. Like what a crazy shift, right? So, yeah, like this is what's going on. So the lamb was like the for first and foremost God to the Egyptians. And we're like, yeah, we're going to kill him and uh, eat his flesh and drink his blood i mean no we're not gonna drink his blood we're gonna put his blood on the doorpost it's gonna be spilled out and everything and applied to the altar of our hearts quote unquote but yeah we're gonna do that man and it's just like um and it says hashem paralyzed them like there was nothing they could do they were just in complete disbelief this is what happens when we rise to hashem's voice if we want to listen to Hashem and do his will and establish his kingdom and make the redemption happen now, it will shock this exile to no end. It'd be like, wait, what? And it's like, yes, it's like that. So, I mean, hashtag, yes, it's like that. This is what we do. You know, we're going to turn this world into the temple. You know, we're going to make the Garden of Eden grow where there were once thorns and thistles. This is happening right now. And it starts with Shabbat Haggadol. Pesach is only the beginning. We ain't stopping. You know, there's a, a famous rapper uh, of this generation who's known as Puff Daddy or Diddy or Sean Combs or, you know, all that. Either way, may he live, be well, be drawn to Hashem and, and do Hashem stuff. But he talks about this uh, this catchphrase of his record label, Bad Boy, Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Well, guess what? We are Kedusha, and we can't stop, won't stop, you know? Because, yes, it's like that. We need to know that. 
As the incredible Tamid, may he live and be well, said, know that, believe that, trust that. So KTBTTT as the acronym <laughs> for that. But anyway, so yeah, we did this. It's paradigm shift. So guess what? Yom Kippur as well has a strong element of Mesirut Nefesh. Fasting for a full day along with long prayers Intense internal spiritual work needed to achieve atonement stretches the physical and mental energies of most people to the limit. It's one thing to fast, but literally all day, all night, like it's a it's a 24 hour fast, basically 25 hour if you really get down to it. Because we actually start fasting before sundown because we got to light some candles. And then on top of that, it's like do the most reconciliation you can possibly do between man to man and with Hashem. You're going to go through all of your sins for the whole entire year, for your whole entire life and rectify those things. Make teshuva, come up with a plan, like a New Year's resolution type thing, which is funny because we're in our new year as we're doing this. It's like at the very beginning of the year, it's like we're so serious about our New Year's resolution. We're going to fast for 25 hours and get it in. We ain't going to even worry about eating. We're not going to worry about drinking. We're not even going to worry about, you know, if uh, married couples, they're not even going to be having marital relations. You know, we're not even going to be wearing leather shoes. We're going to be wearing all white. You know, we ready to get renewed, bleach clean like the clothes we're wearing. That's how serious it is on so many levels. It's the same thing right now. Like we're needing to bring that type of intensity out. It says, yet... Like the 10th of Nisan in Mitzrayim, nothing less than one giving their all can achieve the type of spiritual elevation and purification that is available on Yom Kippur for those willing to stretch themselves beyond their usual physical and spiritual capabilities. I mean, that's just what it is. This is how we got to get out of exile. We got to get out of our day to day mundane reality. Got to move out of our comfort zone. Let's let's get it in. Because, yes, it's like that. Stretch ourselves. Shabbat Haggadol. Let's do this. Mashiach now.